Are you feeling stuck, lost, or confused about what to do next in your career? Then the Manifest Your Career podcast is just right for you. I'm your host, Dr. Norma Reyes, a career mindset coach. I help successful Latinas who are battling self-doubt, self-sabotage, and imposter syndrome. I teach my clients how to combine their intuition, skills, and knowledge so that they can manifest their dream career. It's time you start listening to your inner wisdom and guidance. Tune in each week to the Manifest Your Career podcast and learn how to align your mindset to your career goals. Keep listening and together we'll manifest your dream career. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is episode 68 and it is going to be about manifesting more career opportunities into your life so that you can manifest the career of your dreams. So make sure that you have a pen and journal and let's get ready to get started. So let's go ahead and dive in we are going to actually dive in with some questions for you first right i want you to contemplate on these questions so before listening to the whole episode you know if you need to pause and come back i really want you guys to do some reflection before diving into the rest of the episode because it's going to be pretty deep. You might have to do this um, in a couple of listens, but what you'll get out of it is going to be so much more than the time spent. So the first question I want you to write down is, what does manifesting mean to you? What does manifesting mean to you? Just whatever comes to your mind. And I'll be going over what it means um, in general and then what it means to me. And so that's why I want you guys to just really reflect on what does it mean to you? What does manifesting mean to you? The second question is, what do you want? Like, what do you want from your career? And this is important because it gives you clarity. And that is why we do new moon wishes. It's not to just do wishing on the moon but it is to give you clarity and set a goal for yourself for that 28 days for those four weeks for that month whatever you want to call it and if you aren't ever taking that time to ask yourself and set those goals of what do i want what do i want for my career then how do you expect to know what actions you need to take to get there And then finally, the third question I want you to contemplate and write on is, what do you need to release? What are you holding on to that you no longer want to be in your life, but you're still currently holding on to? Okay, so those are the three questions. What does manifesting mean to you? What do you want for your career? And what do you need to let go of? And it might just be fear. It might just be limiting beliefs. It might be, you might thinking be thinking like, I don't know what I need to release, right? But hopefully answering questions one and two will help you see 
what it is that you need to release to be able to actually get what you want and how perhaps not releasing those things are causing you to manifest things into your life. And manifesting simply means bringing in, creating whatever is coming into your life because we are constantly creating our reality. I'll dive deeper into that in a bit. But all of that is happening because of something that we are doing, that we are attracting, that we are wanting. All right, so hopefully you were able to take a moment to pause, even jot a few thoughts before I dive into the questions that I will be discussing with you all, right? So I'm going to be discussing on this episode, what does manifesting mean? You know, why are you not attracting what you want? What do you want and how to gain clarity, giving you a process to do that? And then discussing how important it is to change your mindset by beginning to create affirmations that work for you. And then finally talking about releasing and why you need to stop holding on to what's no longer serving you. All right. So the first thing, what does manifesting mean? Manifesting the word just literally means creating. It means to become a parent in the appearance of you actually being able to see it, right? So it is just literally creation. And we are always creating our reality, whether we consciously know it or not. And if you're listening to this episode or podcast in general, you know it to be true, right? There's a part of you that maybe has manifested something to come into your life. And so part of you already knows that and maybe you're already a great manifester in a part of your life like some people are really good at attracting freebies and all these different things but maybe you're not so great at manifesting more career opportunities for yourself and uh, as i go on you'll understand a little bit more as to why that might be happening for you but really you know manifesting just means creating a reality seeing the unseen right? Like our ideas coming into fruition. Um, And it's just what we are currently seeing, right? And what you are thinking about is going to be creating your reality. Again, whether you believe it or not, it is happening. And it is up to you to intentionally and consciously begin to manifest more of what you want in your life and less of what you don't. It is up to you. There's plenty of people that you can see. It's much easier sometimes to see it externally when you see someone that's super frustrated, having a really bad day, and that they're just kind of continuing that vicious cycle of running into these situations their whole day where they're like, everything is terrible. But it's like, was everything really terrible or were they having that energy? Were they creating that reality because they were in that mood? Now, this is not a, no, it's bad for you to be in a bad mood. Sometimes we're in a bad mood. Sometimes I'm in a bad mood. Sometimes I am creating that frustration, right? And then I get the slap in the face from my family telling me, well, you're making yourself upset. And that gets me more upset. But anyway, we're human. That's the other part of this, right? When we're feeling great and happy and we're attracting everything that we want in our life, it's great. But then when we're feeling low, it's not. And it's difficult to get out of that. So if you're feeling low, not feeling great, you know, 
take a moment to do something that makes you feel good. It could be taking a warm bath. It could be taking a hot shower. It could be taking a cold shower. Maybe a cold shower would really just kind of change your mood, shift your energy. I highly recommend doing a cold shower, especially if you're feeling really low vibe because it'll just kind of shock your system. You know, our body, our soul, our mind, everything's all connected. So if we can do that, it can really kind of just shift your energy. Now, why are you not attracting what you want? Let's say that you absolutely believe in everything that you've read or heard about manifesting and that you're doing all of the things, you're saying all the affirmations, and you're thinking like, oh my God, I'm doing all the things. Why am I not attracting more career opportunities to myself? What am I doing wrong? First, I want you to know that you are not doing anything wrong. Sometimes you could be doing everything right and there's just a reason beyond our knowing as to why a door may not be opening for you. And so honestly, there's so many different reasons that something may not be going the way that you want it to go. And I'm going to go over a few common ones that I've seen in my clients. But honestly, you know, you have to remember that your situation is completely unique. But that's why reflecting and journaling is really going to get you the answer that you want. And if you haven't ever taken a rest or a break in your job search in trying to find a job, please take one. We're about to be in the full moon energy or by the time the episode drops, we are already in the full moon energy. So for the next two weeks, take a break, take a pause, delete your LinkedIn app, delete any job search emails that you are getting and take a break from that. Just allow yourself the space to rest from a job search and then come back at it when the new moon comes. So now back to why you might not be attracting what you want. So reason number one, you may not actually believe that you can have what you want. There may be a part of you that has so much self-doubt about whether career in such field or promotion is really something that you can have. That's reason one. Reason number two, you might have some deep-seated limiting beliefs that you need to work through. And what that means is that maybe consciously you're very confident, you know your skills, but you have some deep-seated limiting beliefs that happen maybe when you were very little. A lot of our beliefs, I mean, not a lot, all of our beliefs have been created between the ages of zero and seven. And some of those beliefs could have happened while you were in utero, right? If your mom was stressed, if she felt like she had a lot of limitedness in whatever was going on while she was pregnant, that could have seeped down to you too. So you may have to work through some of those. That might mean going into therapy, right? With a therapist to kind of dig deep into maybe something that you've suppressed or you can just do some deep spiritual healing work with a spiritual healer to see what is in there. There might be things that you didn't realize were holding you back internally because, you know, especially if you're in a masculine energy, right? I talk about this in my master classes, masculine and feminine energy. And you can also call this as yin and yang because some people don't, you know, the terms people think masculine, they think of man. And, and that's not really 
what that is, masculine energy is just the action, right? Like the go, the get it done. And so you may have been in a very masculine energy because that's what you have to do when you are maybe in survival mode. So again, to get into figuring out what are some of these deep-seated limiting beliefs that you might be having that you don't realize that you have or maybe you have forgotten about masculine energy is energy that's needed when we are in survival mode because when we are in survival mode we need to just be able to act it's not about thinking it's not about processing it's not about is this a good idea it's a okay i'm gonna do this to survive and if it doesn't work out then i'm gonna figure out what i need to do next right it's just figuring out the next best step and when we're in that energy we're not bringing in any of the feminine energy which is more reflective more pausing more ease and flow more like oh let me go ahead and wait and see how this pans out before i start to take action so that is how masculine energy might be clouding your ability to be able to see some of these deep-seated beliefs that you have in you again like you just may not even realize them that they're there but you can start asking yourself questions such as what does my mom think about my career what does my dad think about my career growth what does career growth look like in the eyes of my family or the eyes of my friends or whoever that is important to you in your life and that may give you clues as to some of the limiting beliefs that are going on in your thinking that you may not realize are currently affecting your career decisions despite how confident you might be in yourself your abilities and your skills all right so the third reason is that you are stuck on things happening the way that you want and i know this one so deeply because you know i spent two years of my life applying to get into higher ed because that's the career path that i saw for myself to go into higher education to be an administrator and I wanted it to happen a particular way because I refused to do it some of the ways that people were telling me, which was doing an entry level job, which would have like cut my pay in half, like no. And so you have to ask yourself, are you getting stuck on things happening the way that you want them to? Or do you have these expectations of how your career needs to unfold? And is this leading you to miss the opportunities that are right in front of you? Because when we get so stuck and focused or fixated on like, I want to work at this company, or I want to work in this field, or I want to work in this company doing this, you know, we put on blinders basically as to what else might be out there, right? Because it is basically saying that us, our ego knows better that your ego knows better than your higher self, whether you call this source, God, universe, the, your divine self, you're basically saying that they don't know better than you, you do. And while they might be trying to usher you into a different direction, you're so focused on, no, this is the way it's gonna be. And so you can't see anything else. 
So ask yourself, are you holding on tightly to your expectations, to how you want to see things happening? And ask yourself too, why am, why am I doing this? Why am I so focused on it being this way? Why is my hand in a fist of like, no, this is how it's going to happen versus being open and willing to receive what comes right? What you receive may be way more better than what you thought was possible. You know, when I was so focused on, I'm going to have a career in higher education, I'm going to be an administrator, I'm going to become a president, you know, and I saw these women who were presidents for universities, and I wanted to be just like them. I didn't have the idea of, oh, there's other opportunities for me with my degree, with my master's degree, which is in counseling. I'm a licensed clinician and therapist. And so, you know, for me, I didn't see the career growth or potential with my LPC license. I only saw I want to go into higher education and I don't want to be in behavioral health. Behavioral health isn't what I want to do. It's not what I like to do, right? It was a lot of internal of like, that's not what I want to do. But as soon as I stopped banging my head on a door that wouldn't open, the opportunity to move into a, a different company and corporate company really just popped up, right? And and I still was a little like, mm, I don't really know if I want to do this. But I took the chance. I told myself, like, what do I have to lose? And fortunately, I did have a recruiter who basically said that to me, right? Like, if you don't like it in six months, just do something else. Of course, she could just been trying to recruit me to get me in, but hey, it worked and it worked in my favor. I ended up getting like a $15,000 raise. And then, you know, within a year, I was already promoted when I had been trying to get a promotion where I had been before for over, you know, I've been with the company for five years and not once was I ever given the opportunity. So not only was I making more money, I was also getting the growth that I wanted and expanding, expanding my knowledge of the behavioral health field and seeing it as much, much bigger. And, you know, I continue to say like, you know, every time, every layer, there's so much more out there than our minds can even imagine, especially if you're first gen and you haven't ever had anyone else in your life close to you understand the professional world, understand the corporate world, and really that there are so many different opportunities out there. And that is really why I love diving into careers and seeing how people's careers unfold, because we have this limited thinking of how a career path should go when really it's just infinite number of ways on how you could get to where you want. And you may find out that you actually don't want to be there. Um, and I think my soul would have died had I entered into higher education just because there's so much that just needs to be fixed. I mean, there's there's so much liberalism that is taught in higher ed, but it's not really reflected as you are actually an employee and all of those things. So it really worked out because that's not an environment that would have allowed me to flourish and be me and do what I want. So now the last reason 
in short, right, is that you might be resisting something, right? And there may be a block or a flow and only you really can figure that one out. I don't have like, I mean, I can give you examples, but really there's something within you that you might be holding on to. And even as I say this, your throat might be getting like a knot in it, maybe in your chest. Um, our chakras can usually help us too. Maybe you feel it in your belly, all of those things. Whatever caused that right now in this moment when I said you might be creating a block in your flow, think on that. Think on what it is, right? So you might be resisting something that is causing you to be stagnant in your career. This might be as simple as, and and I'm never a person to push anyone to do radical changes. I'm not ever going to tell anyone to quit their job. If it is the right moment for you to switch jobs, to plan your career move, that's how I will tell someone to do something. So it really is about small changes. So what are you resisting, right? You may be, I want a different career opportunity, but you actually haven't even like looked at jobs because you're too afraid of what might be out there and that you may, might get rejected, right? So instead of actually just even looking, or talking to people that you want more in your career, you aren't doing anything, right? That is one example. And then another example can just be that you are just in more in the negative mindset, right? More closed mindset where you're not even open to the idea of something else being better. Maybe you're just too shut down to, okay, this is it. This is all I can do. You might even distract yourself with focusing on other parts of your life. Not saying that you should only focus on your career all the time, but sometimes we use like, hey, I want to work on my fitness. I can't think about my career because I'm focused on my kids. Sometimes those are excuses, right? Those might be some self-sabotage there allowing us to be okay, right? If someone said, oh, I'm not focused on my career because I'm focused on my family right now, no one's going to question that, right? Even yourself, you're not going to question that. It's, why would you? But I'm asking you to question it is, are you using that as an excuse? Is there something in your life that you're using as an excuse as to why you can't focus on your career? And in short, that's how you're blocking your flow. You're resisting something. You want something different for your career. You feel the stagnation, but you're actively doing something to stop the flow. So I have an episode, you can go back, talking about resisting and persisting. And so when we're persisting, we're in the flow. You can think of a river, you're flowing down the river. But if you are stopped stagnant in the river and you're not floating on the river, you're planted somewhere. You put yourself and you planted yourself somewhere. Even if you may not like it there, you might feel comfort in it, right? There may be some comfort that it's providing you. It's keeping you feeling safe because everything we do is for ourselves. Regardless of everything that we do for others, you might be a very caring, loving person that gives and gives to others, but that's still self-serving. It's serving you in the whatever it is, right? Like it might just be like, I like to be seen as a loving person, right? And that serves you. There's nothing wrong with it. We're all just here to 
live our lives and enjoy it how we like. So remember that if you are doing something, it's just time to recognize it. And if you're ready, you can take action towards it or you can just recognize it, right? And be okay with it. Be like, okay, I can actively see that I'm resisting any changes in my career and I'm okay with that. And when I'm ready, I will take action. Remember, when you're ready, you will take action. The biggest part is not getting down on yourself for not taking action sooner. It may have not been the right time for you. Maybe you weren't ready in different levels, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is. When it's the time, it will come. Right now, it just might be awareness. So now, to clarity, right? Everybody wants career clarity. You probably hear that word all the time. I know one of my first freebies that I gave was like career clarity guide. And it really was trying to help people. How do you gain clarity? And as time has come, it's transformed. And I focus now more on the mindset. But here are the simple steps you can take on how to gain more career clarity to help you get out of this stagnation, right? And manifest what you want. So the first step is getting really clear on what you want for your career. Is it a raise? Is it more responsibilities? Is it moving into a different company? Is it, you know, maybe working less hours, but making more money? Whatever it is, write it down. Make it so clear that if somebody found that piece of paper, they would know exactly what you would want for your career. So make it very, very clear. The next step that you would do is just, okay, let's, for example, say, my, what do I want? My career goal is to get a promotion, right? Let's say that's what you wrote down. The next step is, what are you currently doing? Now, if I wrote down, I want to get a promotion, and the answer is, what are you currently doing? I'm not doing anything, right? Like, <laughs> I just want a promotion. Or you might say something like, I'm working hard. Working hard is not something that is necessary to get a promotion. So erase that idea out of your mind. And really, you know, what are you doing? What are you showing? What leadership qualities are you showing? What does that promotion need? You know, does that promotion need me to have XY skills? Am I currently exhibiting those? Is there something I can do? But before we get to the doing part, let's just focus on what is actually happening. Are you actively working towards that goal? Are you not actively working towards that goal? That's really the question. Are you actively working towards it? Or are you not? Whatever it is, write down what you are or are not doing. The next step is, how is that working? right? Whatever it is that you're doing, whether you are actively doing it or not actively doing it, how is that working? So back to the example of, I want to get a promotion and I say, well, I'm working hard. (laughs) How is that working for you? Well, you know, working hard, like I said, isn't necessarily going to get you a promotion. You have to know what job skills, right? You have to think ahead. What job skills do I need for this particular promotion? Let's say that I need leadership skills and I'm saying I'm working hard. Those two things do not match up, 
right? So I would then need to look at, okay, it's not working. Working hard is not working for me to get this promotion. So what do I need to do? Oh, I need to show that I have leadership qualities. How can I do that in my work? How can I do that in my current role? Okay, so I work hard and I get all of my work done before anybody else does. Um, and I can help others. So what I can do is I can send an email to my boss, let them know, hey, I proactively reached out to two of my peers and have started to assist them on XYZ. Um, I took this initiative since I had some extra bandwidth. You never want to say that you just have a bunch of extra time because they'll be like, well, why aren't you doing more work? Say, I had some extra bandwidth. <laughs> And I just wanted to let you know what was going on, blah, 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 blah. If you find that there's any other um, opportunities that I could help you with, with some of your work, I would really love to do that. I would really love to expand in my skills so that I can move into leadership one day, right? You really want to just put it out there what you want, but you also don't want to come off direct and be like, hey, I'm working hard and so I deserve a promotion. If you go back and listen to everything I just said in this pretend email, <laughs> but I'm helping my peers, I had extra bandwidth, uh, you know, it talks about time management, seeing the initiative, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's a whole lot different than coming and being like, I deserve a promotion because I work hard, or I deserve a promotion because I've been here long. You know, so you wanna see, right, what is it that you are doing how is that working and why or why not is it not working you know what is your perspective as you reflect on these things reflection is key because a lot of times we might not even realize that how we are saying things how we are approaching things is really not the best way to approach for something that we want next i want you to write down right so the goal is i want a promotion so what can you do to get that promotion what are you willing to do to get that promotion? And I gave the example about helping your peers, writing an email about helping your peers, writing an email about how you would love to be able to learn and expand your skills so that you can move into leadership. Always say your reasoning and never say it's because, oh, I had extra time, you know, because if you have extra time, they're just going to give you more work or possibly give you more work. Who knows? Either way, you don't want to say, I have extra time so I can do this. It's like, I have some bandwidth today. Uh, I really would love to learn X, Y, Z so that I can build and be better prepared for leadership. Give an explanation why you want to do it. It's okay because they may not know that you're interested. And just because you said it one time, six months ago, doesn't mean that your boss has that top of mind. You have to actively always be showing, hey, I want to do this and, you know, and it's not about boasting, okay? It's not about, you know, being the showboat. It's really just about like, hey, I wanna do this and your intentions and your reasons behind it because nobody can read your mind. There's no, magical way for anyone to know what you are thinking and what you want and remember everyone's selfish everyone's just thinking about their own needs and what they're doing and they may not necessarily be thinking about you and your needs and what it is that you want at any given moment so you have to make your intentions clear at all times all right and the last step on gaining clarity and really 
pushing the needle towards the direction of what you want is to take some action. You know, don't just listen to this episode and think, yeah, this is really motivating. And then that's the end. Do something. Put a date in your planner of something that you will be doing. All right. So the next thing I want to talk to you guys is about affirmations. First, everything you say is an affirmation. And the words I am, I am are the most powerful right because one everything we say is an affirmation whether we believe it or not it is it just is and as we say the words i am we are then commanding those words to us they're very powerful so instead of affirming the negative into your life such as i can't i suck nothing comes to me there's no opportunities it's time you start to affirm what you do want into your life I know it sounds simple and how could it possibly work, but I have seen it not only in my own life, but in my client's life. That is, you begin to do this shift, this shift in your thinking and there are plenty of affirmations episodes for you to go and listen to. But really, when you write them down and it comes from you and you say them, they really get embedded into you and then you can embody them more. But you definitely have to start. And if we go back a little bit, if we go back to a little bit of what I was talking about earlier, though, let's say that you don't really believe that you can have what you want, then you have to start using affirmations that will ease you into it. So we'll stick with the example of I want a promotion. Okay, I want a promotion, but maybe there's a part of me that doesn't believe I can handle a promotion, right? Maybe you believe you deserve that promotion because you work hard but you feel like you can't really handle that. Well, what can you do then? Then you can say, I'm developing the skills to be a great leader and be promoted one day. I can develop the skills to be a great leader and be promoted one day. So then, you know, you can actively work on that. So another thing to do when you want to manifest more opportunities into your life, into your career, you really need to take some moments of action and some moments of of rest. The moon cycles are perfect to guide you in that because we're not consciously thinking about like, hey, I've been working too hard or I need to take a break. So the new moon, right, the period from the new moon to the full moon, which this past Sunday, October 10th, was the full moon. Is it October 10th? What am I? October 9th, sorry. October 9th was the full moon. And so from the full moon period is a time more to reflect and rest. So this is perfect timing. So you really don't want to start taking big, bold action into the new moon. Why? Go follow my blog. Go listen to my moonology episodes. I'll discuss that more there. But really, it's just to give your mind, body, soul time to rest and catch up. You know, we in our lives are always in a constant go, go, go. And if we're never taking any rest, it's no wonder that we can't actually have everything we want. And we're like on fumes and wondering. And and honestly, that's why opportunities pass us by, because we are so tired by the time there's opportunities ready for us. We are too tired to see them. And if we take breaks, then we allow everything to catch up to us. So take a pause. 
and really start using those affirmations, right? As simple as they may seem. You can even start saying, you know, you can say any affirmation that you would like, you recited daily. I always want to laugh about these because I started saying affirmations. This is like when I first started do, like intentionally manifesting, this is about three years ago. And I was like, oh, I want to get random surprises in the mail. And I got like random stuff in the mail. I got some earrings and then I was like, well, these are nice earrings, but I don't know where they came from. Like they legit were just the address label was to me. And it was just a little package of earrings. And I was like, what, where did these come from? It turned out one of my friends sent them to me, but it was just funny because she didn't even tell me. They just like popped up. I didn't tell her that I was reciting this affirmation or anything. And now I'm thinking like, what did I do with those earrings? So, you know, whatever we focus on is gonna come into our reality. So when you focus more, you intentionally manifest, you can get more of what you want in your life. Of course, we cannot control everything. This doesn't mean that there will not be bad days. Bad days happen to everyone. It's just a matter of how we respond to them. The last thing, because I know this episode's probably way longer than most episodes, is figuring out what you are holding on to that you no longer want, right? It's time for release. And of course, or right after the full moon, it's a perfect time to do all kinds of releasing and reflecting. You know, there is something that you are holding on to for whatever reason that is no longer working. Maybe you are at an employer that you are unhappy with, but you haven't taken any action to apply to any jobs. Maybe you haven't taken any action towards your career development because there's just some resistance on your family side or your friend side. Maybe there's people in your life who you don't want to have to explain to why or what you're doing. And you don't owe anybody an explanation, but sometimes we hold on to that and it, it stops us. So here it is time to release all of that and release everything that's holding you back. And um, hopefully you've, you know, listened to this whole episode and you've gotten some clarity on maybe what is holding you back. If you don't have any clarity up into here as to what might be holding you back, go re-listen to the episode with an open heart. That's what I'll ask you to do. But then I'll also ask you to release your expectations. And we get so fixated on wanting things to go in a certain direction. And really all we need to do is release our expectations. Allow divine to come in and take care of us. Again, back to that masculine energy that just wants to get it done where a feminine energy is much more receiving and masculine energy is very giving and doing and pushing. Then feminine energy is more of allowing the flow, allowing the ease. So really, really, I asked for you to step into your feminine energy. And I say this as a person who has almost all of their life been in a more masculine energy. And this doesn't mean that I am suddenly not in my masculine energy. Because I will say, sometimes I default back to that. When you do default back to whatever energy, right? You might be more feminine dominant and you might find that you don't have a lot of masculine energy. 
And that might be your frustration. Like, why don't I act more? And remember, we default to our defense. So masculine energy is definitely my default where I will automatically react. You know, if I feel the need to, I will, you know, my, my, my masculine energy, I could just feel my whole body posturing right now too. Like, it's funny. And so I need to explain that part, right? Like I feel it. I feel my shoulders go back. I feel my chest, you know, rise up like basically in a very masculine energy, right? Maybe my voice even got even more prominent. And that goes back to, you know, if I feel the need to, if I feel in danger, I feel like someone's threatening me or someone's just merely triggering me, I will do that, right? I will plant myself and you know, I'm like I'm telling you guys, I'm like spreading my chest here. Like you guys can see me, um, you know, this is basically posturing, right? Like, no, here's my stance. Like you cannot come at me. I'm just thinking about that, right? Come at me, bro. But anyway, where you might just be more of a feminine energy person and a feminine energy person might default to people pleasing. They may more of like, well, I guess it's not my time or being more of like the, the victim role. So, you know, ask yourself what you need to release. What are you holding on to? What kind of energy is going on? And then the other thing you need to do is just release those limiting that limiting thinking that you might have, the limiting beliefs you might have. Remember that all of those are there in protection of you, right? Everything that our mind thinks, that our ego does for us is really to protect us from danger, protect us from something that has happened in the past. That's why everything can be a trigger. You might be having the best day ever and not even realize that something is triggering you, right? It could be something so small that you don't recognize it and you can go from zero to 60 being completely happy and then all of a sudden really upset, agitated, or just feeling low and lonely. Just know those things are completely normal, natural. There's nothing wrong with your feelings. Feel your feelings. Do not suppress your feelings. Allow your feelings to pass through you. Know that it's okay. Your feelings don't define who you are. They define the moment. They define how you are feeling, but they do not define you. All right, guys. So that is it. That is how you can work to manifest more career opportunities into your life. If you like this episode, friendly reminder to leave me a podcast review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I believe Google and Amazon also have that as well. So if you are enjoying this episode, I ask kindly for you to share your reviews on there. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Manifest Your Career podcast with me, your host, Dr. Norma Reyes, a career and mindset coach. Learn more today on manifestyourcareer.com.